Good morning to one and all. On this first Sunday of 2021, we want to welcome you today as we worship together at Utenek Baptist Church. Whether you are here in person or watching online, we pray that you will take the time to put aside the distractions of this past week and even past year and get your focus on Jesus. Most likely, you are like the rest of us here who are absolutely thrilled to say goodbye to a year that presented challenges we have never seen before. I have no doubt there are many things you would like to forget, but hopefully there are many more things you want to remember. May you be blessed this morning as we fellowship together. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for who you are this morning. We want to thank you for this year, this brand new year that you have blessed us with. And we are looking forward to it, Lord, with great enthusiasm, great excitement, Lord, knowing that with you going ahead of us, all things are possible. We pray that you will bless our service now. We pray that your word, Lord, will challenge us, spur us on, and stir us to move, Lord, beyond where we have ever been in you before. Bless us, Lord, as you continue with us now further. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is found in Philippians chapter 3, reading from verses 12 to 14. Philippians chapter 3, reading from verses 12 to 14. Let's read together. Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So far may God bless the reading of his precious word. The title of our message this morning is In Relentless Pursuit of the Lord. Evidently some Philippians had failed to recognize that their journey in Christ had just begun and that there was more to attain. In their zeal, excitement and joy over knowing all that God had already done for them in Christ, they concluded that they had already arrived. They, they had already experienced or achieved in its fullness what God had reserved for them. The problem is that some had put their Christian progress on cruise control or were merely drifting or had in some cases arrogantly assumed that what they now already had was all there would ever be. Paul is very quick to point out that this is misguided and even dangerous. He takes a long look in the mirror of truth 
and says, I am nowhere near where I ought to be or where I want to be. Is that your attitude this morning? Attitude is often the difference between victory and defeat. A team that lacks in raw talent can sometimes defeat a team with much more ability because they have the right attitude going into the game. Attitude is crucial in the spiritual life as well. Paul's attitude is reflected in these verses. He views Christian growth as a lifelong process where one can never say, I have arrived. So one should therefore continue moving forward. Paul's first statement to these Christians are, stop acting as if you believe you have arrived. Verse 12. Not that I have obtained. That's what Paul says. They still needed to be aggressively growing in Christ. Be honest about where you are in your Christian walk. Notice Paul's honesty. Paul does not claim that he is perfect, that he has made it as a Christian, that he has already arrived. No, he realizes he is still on the journey and that he has a long way to go. Oftentimes when people finally get real and acknowledge how far they have yet to go in Christian maturity, they are filled with determination to finish well or maybe so discouraged and they give up. This word translated press on belongs to the world of the hunter. It does not merely mean run, but pursue, chase, hunt down. And the Apostle Paul is saying to these believers, pursue, chase, hunt down what the Lord has waiting for you. Paul sees salvation as motivation to press on rather than to relax. If someone were to ask you, what's going on with you and the Lord? Would you respond by saying, man, I am in hot pursuit, in relentless pursuit of the Lord. I refuse to let anything distract me. My eyes are fixed on Him alone. I am growing deeper in love with Jesus daily. Can you say that? But then his second statement here to these believers is maintain a forward focus at all times. Verse 13. How do you do that? His strategy is threefold here. Firstly, he says, rid yourself of all distractions. One thing I do. I am sure Paul had many things happening in his life, and yet he was able to focus all of his energies in one direction and say, one thing, one thing I do. He got rid of the distractions and kept his focus on Christ. How many things do you do? 
How many hats do you wear in a typical day? If you are like most of us, you probably do numerous things and get pulled in a lot of different directions each day. It is hard to stay focused when there are so many things to do. But amid our busy schedules, we need to be able to say with Paul, one thing I do. Can you? But not only rid yourself of all distractions, secondly, refuse to live in bondage to past achievements, failures, or hurts. Forget what is behind. Strain toward what is ahead, verse 13b. Paul does not mean by this that we should obliterate or erase from our minds all memory of the past. Rather, he has in mind those things of the past that tend to hinder our progress. Some of you cannot breathe without feasting on your victimization. Someone hurt you bad badly. Someone betrayed you badly. Someone lied about you or stole from you or broke a confidence or failed you. Maybe it is what you did or failed to do. Some sin you committed some promise you broke, some word you spoke that harmed someone else. Refuse to live in bondage to past failures or hurts. Only look back for the sake of pressing forward. Allow whatever occurred yesterday to energize us for what we face tomorrow. We might say, I am slammed with guilt, shame, and regrets. I am tormented by the past. Just remind yourself daily that nothing in the past is greater, more powerful, or beyond the reach of God's forgiving grace. It is not beyond His forgiving grace. And if you have repented and made restitution, all things are possible. You may not have forgiven yourself, but God has forgiven you. In fact, He often uses your past failures to help you minister in the present. If the lingering memory is due to their sin against you, forgive them. Tell them either in person or in print that you refuse to be held hostage to their sin against you. Cry out to the Lord that He would provide you with a fresh infusion of the Holy Spirit so that every time those memories rise in your heart, you will have strength to press delete in your soul. Leaving it behind. Then thirdly, the thir threefold thing that we spoke about that Paul mentions here, resolve to live in pursuit of future blessings. Verse 13b, Paul describes himself as straining forward to what lies ahead. This verb pictures a runner approaching the finish line leaning forward intently, his hand outstretched, his eyes fixed on the tape, without so much as a glance to the left 
or to the right. Paul has in mind wholehearted concentration combined with intense desire to gain the prize. Renew your commitment to live in joyful expectation this morning of future blessings. But then finally this morning, the third statement Paul makes here is set your mind on seizing the future. Set your mind on seizing the future. Verse 14, I press on toward the mark of that high calling. This verse is all about perseverance and purposeful living. What good is it if you run a great race and you drop out before the finish line? You need to persevere. Paul kept pressing on and moving ahead. Yesterday's blessings or experiences would not do for today, he reckoned. He walked daily with the Lord, always wanting more, always learning, always growing, never coasting. Some Christians, for a variety of reasons, have become spiritually stagnant. They are stuck in neutral because they have set their souls on cruise control. Paul says, seize the day. No message is timelier for God's people in 2021. Seize the day. Either we arise and seize the day for the glory of God, or we let the moment pass and live to look back regretfully over what might have been. The past as glorious as it is, is not the whole story. Future chapters in our history remain to be written. Who will write them? Who will lead us to where we need to go in this 21st century? Where will the men and women come from who will rise to shoulder the burden and responsibility? I believe the future is bright. God has laid before us unparalleled opportunities for ministry, growth, and making a difference in our world. When you consider how many gifted people this generation comprises, the future is optimistic, not pessimistic. The only question is, whether we will rise to the challenge before us to serve Jesus Christ and invest your life in people for his glory is all that matters. These are the things that last for eternity. You are a person of destiny. Do not let anything or anybody divert you from the plan and purpose God has for you. Sometimes we give up too soon, not realizing that hard times are blessings in disguise. When the world around us seems to be going into confusion and panic, we have an incredible opportunity to display the life-changing power of Jesus Christ wherever we go. 
the darker the night, the brighter the light shines. May God bless you this year as you seize the future before you. As you set your mind on seizing what God has waiting for you. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this year. And Lord, as we approach this year, right at the beginning of it, we surrender our all to you and ask you to take over in our lives. Lead us, Lord. Direct us, Lord. Our eyes are fixed on you. And now may the grace of our Lord, the love of God, and the dynamic presence of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with each one of us until Jesus comes again. And everybody join together to say, Amen. God bless.